Hi, this is Julie Driscoll. And the thing that I remember most about high school, well, it's helped out by listening to many of the podcasts that you've already given, is walking down the track to field hockey, bus rides with the tennis team, and art with Finn and the art room. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me for another fascinating and exciting episode of the Ponder This Podcast. I have joining me via the Zoom on the other line. I got to be honest, guys, when uh, when the screen popped up, I was like, holy cow, you look the exact same. And she reminded me that uh, it's only from the face up, so I don't, I don't see anything really below the shoulders, but her hair looks great kind of cropped right at the shoulders. She's still got the same smile. She's uh, joining us from the town of Weston, and she's going to tell us uh, how long she's been there and how she got there. Please. Welcome to the program, and put your hands together. Thank you very much. Thank you. Big round of applause from Julie Driscoll. Julie, how are you? I'm good, Tim. How are you? Thanks for having me. I've loved listening to your podcast so far. I'm really excited to hear that. As you've uh, probably heard, uh, I'm, I'm an excitable guy, and uh, it's really nice to see you. You do. You look fantastic. Whatever's, uh, whatever's in the water in Weston is certainly working. Good to hear. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. I've been on a, uh, a health kick since the new year. Maybe that's helped. Well, it's uh, it's always somebody's New Year's resolution. I can't claim that it's been mine yet, but uh, the year is still young. We're still, we're, it's still in its infancy, and I I have some work to do. But uh, it's those Sam 76s from the summer. I got to work those off. Um, you've been you've been busy. Those I under- are tasty. Oh, yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah. Um, You've been working on you've been working on uh, running. You said you've been doing a little bit of running. Yeah, so you know, I have two kids. One is eleven, and one is uh, fourteen. And when my daughter, who's eleven, was four, I still sort of looked like I was pregnant. So I really <laughs> had to double down. And I got into running, and I run a lot. So I run six or seven mornings a week early, like before anybody's up in my house. But COVID has been awesome because I've been pushing my miles, and I hadn't run more than 10 miles in 10 years but can run 10 miles in one shot now it's fun wow that's impressive so you're talking six or seven days a week you're running every morning yeah i i live in this neighborhood with fitness fanatics and they really motivate me we meet on a street corner at 6 a.m and we go out running that's fantastic i love to hear that um I try to stay in shape. I, I've said it once. I'll say it probably 10 more times. The women in the class of 1990 have certainly held up a lot better than the men. <laughs> so and, I don't know. I haven't seen as many of the men. Yeah, well, you have seen the women, and I know that uh, I've said it before. I am delighted that uh, you and your six-pack uh, with, with Kathy and Katie and Jane and Beth and yourself and Paula have uh, have all remained pretty close. Um, what's that been like, honestly, through the years, like sharing sharing stories of of families and kids? And I mean, is it uh, is it is it a, a daily or a weekly Zoom or what? What's it been like? 
So, I mean, we've all known each other forever. So um, Katie and I went to preschool together. So we met when we were three. Uh, Paula moved around the corner from me when I was in second grade. And then I met Kathy Diggins through soccer. So we've long been uh, together all the time. And that was more of a, someone I got to know actually out of high school. I was always friendly with her in high school, but became really good friends with her after high school. We both went to um, school in Worcester, and then we uh, lived near each other in the Boston area. Um, we, you know, we see each other less now because there's so much going on in our lives and right. everybody's in a different direction. But we, um, we make a, a conscious effort to, we used to get together monthly for dinner. And monthly's maybe turned into quarterly or five, four to six times a year. But yeah, Zoom's over, um, over COVID. It's been, it's been great. It's a, it's a wonderful support network because we all know each other. We know our families. Um, you can always pick up wherever you left off. Which is a lot like that when you have old friends. They know so much about you. It's so great and heartwarming to hear that. And I mean that sincerely. I'm envious in certain regards. Um, guys probably aren't the same, you know, as as women in that you do connect and say hi here and there. But uh, the fact that you guys were getting together once a month or even once a quarter is uh, it's tremendous. Honestly, it's uh, like you said, your early childhood friendships are certainly a lot different than, you know, somebody you may have met in your thirties, for example, you don't know the history and the family and, um, the fact that you guys have, have stuck it out for so many years together. It's, uh, that's gotta be a lot of fun, honestly. Like I've, I've spoken with Katie Terry and, you know, I was blown away when she's like, yeah, we just bought a house in Texas. And I'm like, what? You know what I mean? So you guys being her close friend are probably in on all the stuff before it's happening. But for me, I was, you know, I was, I was taken aback by some of it. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, it's really exciting to look at different people's trajectories and paths. Like Katie's always doing something new. It's like from, from New York to New Hampshire to California to Texas. Awesome. Um, you know, I've lived in the same town the last 17 years. Um, and I do feel like I do new things, but it's a little more slow change. That's funny. What? So what are you doing? Um, can you tell the listeners a little bit about what you've been up to? Are you um, are you working from home? And, and what is, is it a priori? Is that, did I pronounce that correctly? Yes, you did. So right now I am working from home. I'm not, I am not normally, this is COVID because of COVID. Sure. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I've been working at this software company for about 15 years, and it's a little geeky, but it's really fun. We uh, simulate how things are manufactured, and we help companies sort of identify the manufacturability issues and the cost issues of their products before they make them. So it could be like Ford, and they're making an F-150, and they need to be able to produce that car for $20,000 so they can sell it for fifty. Uh, it could be Peloton. It could be um, Boeing. Uh, so it's pretty fun. It's all different types of manufacturers. I love that idea. You say it's geeky. I say it's fascinating. That is, that's awesome. I mean, uh, you're so you're working out efficiencies and you're working out... Um, you're working out all sorts of things pre, you know, pre-company taking it to the next level. Yeah, well, we're helping them understand how their product will be manufactured, how much it will cost. Sure. And they're actually doing the design, but we're helping them identify issues so they can change their designs 
to reduce cost or to maybe improve the value and add features. Yeah. And, yeah. and so does any of that involve Julie, uh, like focus groups or anything or is it, is it strictly? Well, it's all for me software driven. So no, so it is not related to focus groups. Sure. They decide I decide what goes in it and we just give them feedback on it. Yeah. And I was just curious. I mean, you're, you're going to help them with the whole manufacturing aspect of it. I didn't know if you, I didn't know as a, if you put your consumer hat on from time to time, say, you know, it'd be great if you added one of these while you're doing that. You know what I mean? I didn't know if uh, you got into any of the behind the scenes. No, we do not do that. Um, but we do look at, Hey, how you're going to make that injection molded part or how's that metal going to be bent or how's that part going to be machined? That's where it gets a little geeky. Sure. And, and what companies have you worked for? Are you at Liberty to, to speak about, uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, companies like Cisco, Boeing, actually Peloton is a new customer, uh, Agco, Caterpillar, John Deere companies all over the world. That's fantastic. Fun. Yeah. That's actually very, very fascinating. Um, and you've been there 15 years. You must like what you're doing. I do. I know, you know, in technology, that's like more than a lifetime. And I, I really do like it. I never thought I would still be there in 15 years. I thought maybe we might be onto something as a company a little bit different, but it's, um, been, it's been really fun. And, and what were you doing prior to that? I worked at another software company that um, it also did analysis, but it was focused on retail. And so it helped big retailers like Ann Taylor, Macy's, The Gap, uh, figure out how to price their product and sell it. So they invest hundreds of millions of dollars in inventory and they need to sell that inventory to make time for or make money to buy more inventory. So we helped optimize pricing, promotion, store allocation. Um, using analysis. You're a problem solver. Uh, you're you're an, yes. and an efficiency expert. Like you're just you're the whole package. You're like, hey, do you? Uh, that's I. I find what you're doing in the software industry to be a a pretty again, like a, it's a pretty exciting job. I mean, it's a pretty, I don't know. It seems exciting anyway, from the outside looking in, it's, you know, you, 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 you're smiling as you're talking about it. You seem to like what you're doing, which is great. I always say, find your niche and, uh, and, and stick to what you enjoy doing. So is it, is it safe to say that you're happy what you're doing and where you are? Yeah, I am very happy with it. You know, um, you know, day to day, I think it may sometimes be a little more of a grind and it's not always glamorous and I'm one of many working on problem solving, but yeah, overall, very happy. That's you gotta cool. love what you do, particularly if you're working hard, it's not worth it otherwise. I think that's great. Good outlook on life. Um, let's flip gears to just personal um, what, clearly you love running, but what else do you enjoy doing? What, uh, what, what makes you smile these days? Well, um, my family makes me smile. So I mentioned I have two kids. They're, um, I mean, they're very entertaining. So they're always making me smile. Um, for other fun, what do I like to do? Uh, love getting together with friends and family. I'm one of four. I'm the youngest. So none of my kids, none of my siblings were in high school. When we were in high school, they were all out of high school, but I see them a lot. I've got 13 nieces and nephews. Um, so I love seeing friends and family, love skiing, um, love cooking. So those are my, those are my little passion projects. I also, um, 
am a hockey mom, which I never thought that would be so fun, but that's really fun. I had no visibility into like youth hockey when I was younger. It's like a, like a, a new world. Oh yeah. Have you, so how many parents have you fought in the stands? Like, I mean, if, you know, if someone's, if someone's drawing blood on your child, it's, it's, uh, it's take the gloves off and get after it. Right. You ever think of like calling in Dave McIsaac and saying, Dave, can you come beat, beat this parent up for me or. Well, you probably know I've never been that confrontational. So (laughs) I'm more like camaraderie about it. Um, the last game I was at, I was, uh, it was actually this weekend and I like struck up a very friendly conversation with the dad who my daughter was playing because he was, came all the way from Martha's Vineyard up to Newton. And I was like, your team is so good. I was so complimentary. Oh, there's my daughter flat on the ground, but that's okay. No, like, no, so I haven't really had any fights. I would leave that for my husband. I married a Italian from North Providence. So if we need loud and boisterous, it's not me, it's him. That's too funny. Uh, I can attest for the fact that in high school, you were genuinely one of, I don't want to say, hmm, I mean, I I, I think of this word, but I don't mean it in a derogatory sense. Like you were just like, I don't want to say gullible, but just like happy go lucky. You were always like just happy go lucky, smiling, uh, very infectious, like way about you of just being like, hey, I'm having a good time. And, you know, where's the party at? That's how I think of you. I always think of you as someone. And to hear that you're working in such a, a capacity um, in software, I'm like, good for you. I, I, I didn't know necessarily, I don't want to say that you had it in you, but I'm like, it's fascinating to me. It's like, I am learning more about you, which, uh, I didn't know. Yeah. You know, I actually work a lot harder than I ever thought I was capable of. Really? Yeah, for sure. You, you, you didn't know if you had it in yourself, but now you're like, all right, bring it on. I, I can, I can take it. Yeah, somewhere around the age of like 25, I realized I had a, maybe a, a strong endurance. And I, maybe that's when I got focused. I yeah, know. I mean, no, I know. So when are you going to run the marathon? Like you're already up to 10. Let's, I mean, you got to be doing 13 soon, right? Yeah, half marathons I will do. I don't think I'll ever do a marathon. It's really hard on your body. Uh, Even uh, now, like if if I do eight miles, it's not a big deal. When I do 10, I can feel it the next day. See, you're speaking my language. I would love to do a marathon. It's kind of way down on the bucket list, but I said it, I think it would be great. But then I really don't think my body would respond well. I, I don't want to lose toenails or or have uh, this chafing issue going on or some other crazy, you know what I mean? I think I'm all set with this. Yeah, I, you know, as much as I love running, I'm going to stick with the half marathons and below. Do you have any, besides running, are there any hobbies, any unique interests, any collections, anything that's, uh, that, that you have going on these days? Any hobbies? Well, this is a little bit COVID-driven, but I I like design, and I've never really been one to do much in my yard, but I I have really sort of taken on an interest in gardening and garden design. Okay. Um, I planted my first tree last April, actually 17 of them, um, planned out some gardens. It's been, uh, that's been fun. I've been getting into that. 
Oh my gosh, you're going to ask me. Wichita Blues, Lilac. Oh, I'm going to forget the other that, one. That's all right. That's all right. You planted 17 trees. Hydrangea. That's it. Hydrangea. All right. Yeah. So you must you must have like pictures of your work, right? I mean, there has to be some before and after. I do. I didn't take pictures of that area, but I had this 10 by 10 garden that for 10 years sat just a pile of dirt and I planted it with flowers. And, but it wasn't only just I planted it with flowers. I'm into like, when I get into something, Tim, I get really into it. So I had to research all sorts of perennials and I had to look at the blooming cycles and the colors and the height. And got, I do have my before and after. So now it's really fun. I think so. Who knows whether that will stick post COVID, but that's, what I've been doing in my free time. Which is great though. I mean, again, I love that you immerse yourself into whatever it is that's, that's taking place. I, that's a, that's a compliment and a testament to you as a person that like, all right, I'm not going to half-ass this. Like I'm going all in. Like I always say that you're like me in the sense you've probably heard on the podcast where I say, yeah, I don't dip my toe in the water. I say I'm in and I say cannonball. Here I come. Like it's on. So I give you credit. Yeah. I don't have, yeah. I don't have a lot of balance. I'm like all in on something or I'm not in. I find, yeah, but see, I love that. That's a great quality and, and characteristic trait to have. So I, I tip my cap to you on that, Julie. Fantastic. Um, let me ask, do you have a favorite guilty pleasure? Favorite guilty pleasure. So uh, I, let's see, I love, Fireside happy hours during COVID. Okay. I mean, I, I like getting together with people, and yeah. that's been a fun, guilty pleasure. Um, I have um, enjoyed binge watching some TV. Okay. Um, that's a little bit of a guilty pleasure. Yep. Um, old fashioned, cosmopolitan. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> Julie, I love it. Um, I'm not afraid to sit by a fireside either and, and, and have a beverage. I think that's, uh, that's, yeah. that was pretty much the standard for me all summer long was a cold beverage and a warm fire. Um, do you guys travel at all? I mean, you're, you, you know, do you get down the Cape at all? Do you have anywhere that you sort of, uh, escape to? I know you mentioned skiing. Yeah. You know, well, we don't, we don't always go to the same place, but we do typically, uh, go skiing. Like since my kids play hockey, we tend to pick a week every year. And go somewhere. Sometimes Vermont, we've been uh, to the Vamp within Calgary and in, uh, in Canada, down to um, uh, into Utah, being in Colorado. So that's been fun. Uh, love New Seabury. If I happen to come into a big sum of money, I will have a place in New Seabury sometime. Nice. On Pompanesset Island. Yep. But for now, I'm renting there. Um, so that's fun. I actually had a great trip, and I'm so glad this wasn't during COVID. So I've been working at my company a long time, and I took four weeks off. And I took my kids to Europe for three weeks. Oh, wow. And we traveled uh, around for three weeks in July 2019, and that was an awesome experience. Jealous. Um, which I loved. And it was I think it was a little more for me than it was for them because – um, I thought it was amazing. My son has decided he's not a city person um, after spending so much time in Paris and in cities in uh, Spain. But that was great. We went out to Croatia, met some other family there. So it was great. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I uh, that's the one thing I want to do. I was uh, I've said it again once or twice, I think, on the podcast. But uh, I was slated to go to Holland, to Amsterdam, to see Mark Season and spend some time with his family over there. Probably head into Germany and do a few other fun things this August, and uh, obviously didn't happen. But I am uh, desperately in need of a, a little European vacation myself. So I uh, I'm hoping to get over there. Um, I do want to ask, I know off the top, you said that there's nothing specific, but I like to try to take the temperature of everybody I interview. Is there anything that you can think of? And I, I'll go back to something you said earlier about, uh, your binge watching shows. I'm curious what shows you've been watching. Um, but I want to know if, uh, if there's anything that's sort of near and dear to you, um, or your family, you know, it, is there any cause or anything that you've sort of thought about uh, maybe even more recently in the last six to nine months with everything going on with, with COVID um, about, you know, just about giving back or about uh, anything, like I said, that might resonate with you that, that people would find interesting or just find sort of, you know, relevant to what, uh, what your days are like. Yeah. So I have, you, sometimes I don't have a lot of balance and related to supporting causes right now, I do not have a lot of balance. So there are a lot of things that I would like to get involved in, but between my family and my work, it doesn't leave a lot of time. Um, but I do think I've been thinking about this because when I was younger and I, and my kids were younger, I controlled more of the time. And now my free time is a lot, as you know, if you, I've heard you talk about your son, it's like, you're always doing whatever they want to do. It's almost like your friends become their parents, um, their friends' parents, because that's who you're seeing all the time. Right. Um, so I don't feel like I have as much time to be involved in things as I had, but I do feel like um, education is super important to me. Um, like I'm really into it for my kids' education and thinking about ways to, um, when I was younger, I did a lot of mentoring of, um, of students in who were when I was in my 30s students in college and I would love to get involved more with that but I'm not super active in it right now got it well like you said when the kids leave the nest and you have a little bit more free time um the the software uh technician that you are you'll find a way I and forget it I mean once (laughs) once that time becomes available or you do set your mind to it look out here we go she's going to be on the scene full force and, uh, at some point, hopefully. Yeah, that, that's cool. Um, what shows have you binge watched? What, uh, what has sort of made you laugh or have you enjoyed or what, uh, what have you been into? Okay. So, um, I'm late in the game to some of these things. That's I don't all watch, right. I hadn't watched a lot of TV. Arrested Development okay. is super fun. <laughs> um, I loved Homeland. Yeah. Um, uh, House of Cards, Shoots. Uh, did you ever watch Foots? I actually, that was, a, I never even knew that Meghan Markle was in a show. That I, is really good. I didn't. My, I think my brother, one of my brothers may have, um, uh, my brother David may have been into Suits, but I never, I, yeah, I didn't, I never really watched it. You can get it on, I'm not sure if it's Amazon yeah. or Netflix. It's good. Uh, Schitt's Creek is my latest. So I'm, I'm kind of in between Schitt's Creek and Silicon Valley. Both of those are super fun. That's too good. Um, I'm assuming, I hate to assume, but uh, that you've read both of Jane Healy's books and you're hot to trot for the third? 
I am. Yes, I love Jane's books. I'm one of her biggest fans. Uh, always, I, I'm in a book club, and I actually Amy Howard was like making fun of Nicole Despaina for like reading all the books and listening. Audible has changed my life because for about 15 years I didn't read that much. Audible's awesome in your car while you're doing stuff. Um, so of course, yeah, I've read Jane. Read actually the heart, the you know the, the the actual book, and I can't wait for the Secret Stealers. I can't either. I yeah. I can't, and and I brought it up only because we're we're inching closer to the release of it, and uh, I'm super excited to you know be one of the first ones to to buy it. And uh, know, it's really fun to think like she's like the real deal, and she's got these great books that are like selling like hotcakes, and I love seeing her um, webinars and different talks that she had it's really cool yeah there's a lot that are the i you know now you're the real deal i mean there's a lot of us that are the real deal i'm overly impressed with just the accomplishments of this class i really am it's uh and or just things that people have um have overcome in their personal life or, you know, just, uh, it's been a fascinating journey for me to get to chat with all of you guys to, um, sort of, you know, put the pieces of the puzzle back together. It's, it's, um, you know, again, eight months ago when I started and said, it's about reconnecting, it's been, it's become like so much more than that for me because the reconnecting is awesome. It's the, it's at the crux of it but then I'm blown away by the stuff that I hear. You know what I mean? When someone reaches out to me like yourself, I'm like, you're doing what? Like, that's fantastic. And, uh, I, you know, you'll hear me say it over and over, but I'm, I'm genuinely happy when people are in a, in a place where they're feeling fulfilled in life. You know I mean? I think that's the kind of the secret recipe for happiness is to have a reason to get up every morning and, uh, and do something that you love. So, I, yeah, I've been really impressed with the stories, too. I uh, just listened over the weekend to Jamie McCabe. Loved hearing about the joy he gets from his job, his family, photography. I was thrilled to see you published Erica's. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm excited to listen to it. Um, Erica and I connect still every once in a while, but I don't hear as much as geography-based, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think... Uh, there's so many more to come, which is crazy. That's I joke every time I speak with somebody. I say, yeah, but you have no idea all the ones you haven't heard yet. So it's like Jane's book, right? Like we're waiting for it to come and it'll get here. But uh, for me, every time I, I hit uh, I hit publish, it's like Christmas all over again. So I'm, I'm trying to control myself and not put them out you know, one, one right after another, I'm actually, I have, I have to show restraint, which isn't my uh, strength to, uh, to not want to get them out as quickly. You know, I mean, there's so many that are ready at the, that are at the ready to be out there, but, uh, I'm trying my best to, to hold off and, and, uh, I want to get everybody through the winter. <laughs> so it's like the suspense for the next one. Okay. Yeah. I like it. So I'm not going to tell you who's coming next. I won't tell you. But uh, listen, I do want to thank you very much for taking some time. I'm glad that you reached out to me and uh, and said that you'd come on. I'm glad your mom talked you into it and said, "Are you kidding me? You got to do this." Um, you do. You look fantastic. Uh, big smile, which you always had, and I'm really happy that you and the girls are still in touch and that you're in a good place. And uh, I wish you continued health and happiness. And 
you got any insider tips on, uh, you know, what, what any company should be doing in terms of their manufacturing line, let me know. And I'll, uh, you know, maybe I'll buy some stock in that company before you put your, put your imprint on it. <laughs> Good to know, Tim. I'll keep you posted. That might be illegal, but yeah. I'll keep you posted. Little insider info. Never heard anybody, Julie. Right. Well, Tim, I'm so glad we got to chat today. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You be well. Thanks. Take care. Take care. Oh,